Hello, everybody. Jonah Hart, no macron, one day at a time. And like I told you, I've been real excited about bringing my friend Deb Shapiro here so we could have a conversation about the unfolding. And voila, guess who's on the call with us? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> For those of you who do not know who Deb Shapiro is as far as what life is providing for all of us in the realm of our heart and the tenderizing of our hearts, Deb is the founder of Amplify Voices. For those of you who have done the course 90 Days, you've heard my talk, my share, and I was one of the original seven for the inaugural Amplify Voices. So that's how I met Deb. And actually, I met Deb a long time ago, right, Deb? When did we meet? I'm going to guess it was somewhere in the vicinity of 2010 is when I think it was that we originally met. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And our paths have intertwined here and there, right? Oh, for sure. In and out over the years. Yeah, yeah. And recently, we've begun to develop a deeper friendship just in in the space of the COVID two years, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shook things up a little bit for people. So I think in a good way for me. So yeah, for me too. Uh, you were my second big coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I never heard you present it that way before, but I, I, I think I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was coming out about the sex trafficking and being real willing and ready to share my voice. So what part of this call is, guys, is so that you can hear like the unfolding that we talk about a lot of the time. And just as an example, and you take what works and you leave the rest. So we're going to get started. We're going to share about how we met. I'm going to let Deb share that. And, and I definitely want Deb to share about how this all unfolded on, on her side so that you guys can see how synchronicity, what we call synchronicity, is working. We could say it's the universe conspiring to work for us. Mm. And uh, the only way to have access to that is for it to be shared. So this is only one example. Uh, it's not the be all and end all. And it's there for you to discover for yourself how these moments of unfolding are happening for you in your life. That's what this conversation is about. It's not about us. It's about you. And it's about what is available to you and what you hear in this conversation. Okay? You always take what works and leave the rest. So I'm done talking. Let's get to it, my friend, Ms. Deb. Hello. <laughs> so we met in 2010, and then we came back together during the time that my wife passed and what was that experience like for you the re-coming together with you yes uh, oh, yeah. it was uh, well I guess you could say it was one of the miracles that 
that I would say has us where we are today. Um, there's a lot to the story, but the reconnection with you was, I would certainly say, was some kind of divine intervention of sorts. Uh, do you want me to give a little, I can give yeah. a little history here. Yeah. really was, um, you were one of the instrumental pieces in the puzzle of all of this coming together. And um, I, I always ask if people believe in miracles, because I certainly do after the experience that I've had in with my my past with Debex and then the formulation of Amplify and where it is today. But the the Amplify, <laughs> excuse me, when it first started, it actually the seed was planted or the the one seed that I saw that was actually planted was through a conversation with a very dear friend of mine who was going to be retiring and wanted to figure out what she wanted to do with the rest of her life. And so she she knew to, you know, kind of get to the point of it. it she she knew that she wanted to make a difference for women who had been impacted um, by different circumstances because the suicide rate for young girls had gone up, but she she didn't feel as though she knew how to go about doing it. Oh, hold on. I just got yeah. an input right here. The the reason I started Jonah Part was because of the suicide rate. It felt like a hot poker up my butt. Yeah. So keep for, going, babe. Yeah. And this was her motivation. And for sure, we know that the suicide rate has been going up in general with things happening with COVID and what's going on in our world. But for her, she really wanted to impact young women. And I knew her background. She had been uh, abducted as a young woman and trafficked. And, you know, here we are now 50 years later. And one of the things I discovered through this conversation was she still couldn't talk about it. She still didn't want to talk about it. And it really planted a seed for me because for me, my personal mission is in life is that all voices are heard and make a profound difference in our communities and around the world. That's who I am in the world. And um, to find out that one of my dearest friends was someone who couldn't speak about some area of her life that happened 50 years ago was actually kind of a wake-up call for me and the idea at that time was planted very simple but it really was profound it felt profound I guess you could say yeah the idea was you had a yum about it I had it I definitely had a lot of yum about it it was taking what I had been doing in giving voices to a variety of different people and using that methodology to bring together seven went well we didn't know at the time how many but bring together a group of women to be able to give voice to this area of sex trafficking and this is really where the miracle came in because the idea was so compelling i knew it was right i knew it was something we needed to do but unlike my previous program where i always knew where the next person was going to be coming from it's not like i could go out there and say hey are you ready to talk on a stage in front of hundreds of people about your story about being sex trafficked? Mm. And so it was very different. And so I remember having a conversation with my boyfriend at the time and my actually fiance now. So that's why I say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so things have changed uh, personally for me as well on this journey. But in that in that conversation, I was asking him, who do you know? And we were really struggling. We thought of one person, but didn't know how to get in touch with her. But it didn't matter 
because this was where the first miracle came into play. The very next morning after having the conversation with my friend, I get an email from that woman that we had thought of that we didn't know how to get in touch with. There you go. Then living in Germany and then I, and, and I quote, she said, I'm ready to have my voice be heard. And so I knew that she had been someone who would, wanted to make a difference in the area of sex trafficking. And that person showed up on my doorstep without me having to do any outreach. Yes. But you were then the next step in that process. It was within 24 hours of the idea being born. You call me and you're like, I'm ready to do it, DebEx. I've been following it. Ow, and- ow, ow, ow. <laughs> that's so delicious keep going at that point it was literally 24 hours prior we made a decision not to do any debexes because we knew we wanted to do this idea and you and i i don't know if you remember the conversation i remember it as if it were yesterday but we were talking and you were talking about a nonprofit you were volunteering at and i hadn't heard of them so i said you know what is it that they do Um, and you said that they work with young women and girls who have been prostituted. And now here I am stunned because I'm, I'm now in this process of looking for people who might want to have a voice in that area. And I asked you, why is that important to you? And you had mentioned your own past and background saying, I too, in that circumstance. That was exactly why I wanted to do it. Exactly. That's so crazy. Keep going, girl. Well, that was, I mean, that was within 24 hours. Both of you had shown up on my doorstep, literally. Like, I didn't reach out to you. You had contacted me. And it just so happened that who you were, where you were at the time, you were ready to have your voice be heard. And over the course of literally like two weeks, we had seven women from around the country who were ready to step forward and learn how to take their lesson of what they learned on their journey and share their triumph over trafficking. And so, you know the story, March 27th, y'all came, well, we came together on January 9th for the first time, did our 90 day training. We certainly went through a roller coaster of emotions and triumphs together and then you guys shared your talk on March 27th and it has been, that was 2021. And well, we've been going ever since then. And so there's just, obviously there's so much more unfolding, but oh my gosh, those, yes. were the, those were the initial miracles that were just indicators to me that whatever that idea was, was wanting to happen. And well, I guess I was tapped on the shoulder to be someone of the stewards. Right. Here we are. <laughs> that is correct. And I am so certain about that. And guys, there's just so much. We call it synchronicity. Um, I'd say from my perspective, my point of view, you take what works, leave the rest. You know, this is happening all day, every day for us. Are we able to recognize that? Yes and no. And what I can say is the more you continue to practice, 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 staying out of the mind, not labeling it, allowing these sensations to be there, the more you become aware or notice all the synchronicity. It's isn't it a juicy place to stand? And you're not doing anything, right? You're not 
it's like it's like being laid out on a silver platter yeah <laughs> it really it really is when when i yeah I, I guess it's just if you're looking for it i there's i guess the philosophy that i've realized is that I trust this process. I trust that what's happening is for me. It is, I, I use your no make wrong all the time where whatever happens, because that's where we can all be happy. And I call it my divine download yeah. that I got when it serves us. But when we're in the crapper, <laughs> not so much divine feeling. And yeah. so it's really in those moments um, where I'm able to utilize your great tool of no make wrong so that I can recognize that this circumstance also is for me and is divine as much as the ones that look like it's inspired and divine. Yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. That's, That's why I'm a fiance now versus just a girlfriend, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Share about that. Well, it actually was, you know, if you recall in the middle of your program, there were about two weeks where I, f I recognized the skinny branches that I felt like I was standing out on. And it, <laughs> I was feeling a little vulnerable. Let's just put it that way. I, it. I felt like I was working around the clock. I wasn't able to see my boyfriend in the way that I wanted to. And I was completely engaged with what I was doing with the Amplify and loving it, but it was taking a toll on my relationship. And so much so that it came to a head during your program. I don't know if you remember that. I, I do. Yeah. And we, ha we came together and here I am thinking he's going to break up with me. But what he actually wanted to share is I just love you so much that it doesn't work for me not to be with you. And through that conversation and a really challenging couple weeks that we went through and the bumpiness of that ride, we realized we both love each other and now we're living under the same roof. So we moved to the idea of, okay, well, if we wanna be with each other and we can't because of certain things, well, what if we were living together? And so it came up with a whole totally different solution. But unless we felt squeezed, I guess, or pushed in a particular direction about something in our lives, sometimes we may not take the step. And I felt like that was such a gift, even as difficult as it was going through that at the time. Um, but it was the thing that brought out what needed to be brought out so that we could discuss it and come up with a resolution. And uh, I'm lucky that it was only two weeks. Sometimes people suffer for two months, two years, yeah. a lifetime, right? Yeah. And, and so um, I kept looking at that saying, there's got to be something here for me. And it's hard to not make it wrong when it doesn't look like it's going your way. Yeah. But I've been making a practice to on the other side of it, look back and go, all right, we're, now I can see the gift. Now yeah. I can. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. That's beautiful. And guys, it's really that simple. It's just one day at a time, one step at a time. It's nothing out of the ordinary. You know, the intention of the program is to get out of the egoic mind. Getting out of the egoic mind provides just the space of being. You're going to, you get to be who you are, just simply that. And that's mm -hmm. it. That's spirituality. That's all of it. It's uh, there when there's no ego around, then, hey, 
guess what? You get to enjoy life. You get to be alive and in life. And I can say that Deb has not done my program. She's just simply utilizes the no make wrong and the yuck and yum. And I can honestly share with you and Deb can attest to this, that that was love's deal for me. It was like that had to be in there. And there was a point in there where somebody once said something about it that kind of saying it was like a similar program. And I'm like, oh, no. Remember that? Yep, yep. (laughs) Yep. And it was an impression, right? Uh, It's like uh, uh, Deb can say yes or no to this and you let me know. For me, it's just a knowing it's like it's there and it's like that hot poker up my butt to call Deb and and do what I'm doing and to start my classes and I started my classes and then when it was time for the talk it was just okay well I got to use yuck and yum and no make wrong why because mm. love wants that out well love wants everybody to have that yeah why? you know I was fortunate to walk into the rooms of AA when I was broken And nobody took anything from me. And that's the space we have here. This space is for you to be able to be here in your own little world still, your internal state, and and sort yourself out in a powerful way. And this is what it looks like. It's very normal, natural. There's nothing else happening other than you're not listening to your mind anymore. Um. So what's your knowing like, would you say, like, what would you, how would you express that? You know, your yuck and yum, when you presented that as a concept, it really resonated with me because it was uh, words to, to describe whatever that internal navigation system was that I was following. And for me, it's this alignment with my heart and my gut. Mm. You know, that the logic makes sense. My heart is connected to it. It makes sense. And then there's just this other space of intuition, mm. this feeling that you get. Mm. Um, I I feel things. I experience mm. things when I listen to people's talks. That's mm. my navigation tool yeah. that I use is, does my, do I get goosebumps on mm. my, my arms when somebody says something? It's say it's an indication of something. You said before, you know, you, you, the, the knowing is like you get the hot poker up your butt. And I'm like, gosh, I wish we had that hot poker because you know when you've got the hot poker up your butt. But sometimes the signs that we're getting are so subtle and we're not... Mm attention to that yuck and yum as you so you know graciously have given us that tool that's the the knowing for me is that it logically makes sense it checks off the boxes so that there's nothing really weird about it that I can't uh, can't justify in my mind Mm. and that it feels right in my heart that Mm. it's in alignment with those morals those principles those things that make sense to me Mm. and then again that that gut that intuition so all of those pieces feel in alignment when there's Mm. nothing it just feels right it's not like the sky's open yeah (laughs) it's not you know a beam of light does not come through my window and say here you are. This is what you have. Now, some people may have had that experience, but my, my 
what I call knowings that I've had when Debex first came to me, it was part of a program uh, that I was in. It was a project that I took on. And actually I came in with a completely different project and I had to change my project in that moment to figure out what was I going to do over the course of the next 90 days of this program I was in. And so I'm, I do this thing when I don't get what I want or life is not aligned with my expectations is I allow myself to have a little hissy fit for 30 seconds to make yeah. everybody wrong, to just let it rip all those things that I just naturally knee jerk want to say when I'm feeling like I've been wronged or whatever it might be. And so I'm like, I can't believe I can't do this project. I don't want to have to take this project on for 90 days if I don't love it and blah, blah, blah. And at the end of it, I stop and I said, okay, this is what's so, because it is, right? I can't do yeah. this other project. This is what's so, now what? And in yeah, the moment that, that I said, now what? The whole idea for giving voices to speakers presented itself. It was just yeah. there. It that was, was not there. there. And, that was, and that was your next appropriate action, correct? The, the next appropriate action, it just was there. It yeah, was like, oh, this is what you need to do. You need to find 15 people yeah. who want to be trained to be speakers and put together a 90-day program. In this case, it was a little less, but um, yeah. where we're going to be able to put them on a stage and sell tickets and have them experience what it's like to be a speaker. And I had never had this idea before. Um, but when it came to me, all of the participants in the program that were asking me questions, and I, I literally had answers for all of them yeah. as if I had done it before. That's called presence, sweetheart. That is the presence. That's mm -hmm. you being present in that moment, and that's the direct vertical link to infinite love. Mm -hmm. That's all it is, is you're just being you one thing you guys want to know is well she was directing this whole program for us there was a day that I was watching her the impressions you know that's why I listen to my yuck and my yum because those are my impressions those are your impressions you've had those impressions right Deb yes and yep. uh, so so those are real and I'm watching her and as I'm watching her she there was one participant that wasn't there and all of a sudden she began to cry it, because her baby wasn't there the whole picture wasn't complete and that's how important it was to her and it moved me so deeply um to 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 watch how she put her symphony together right like love is using this instrument to put this beautiful symphony together mm -hmm. and that's what love does in everybody's life we all are part of that symphony if it wasn't for my ability to call deb deb would not have had five others to look for right yeah. so you know those things are just the unfolding of life as long as we're a yes to life that's why it's so important and i speak about this over and over again our reactiveness is our access to our freedom with no make wrong 
has mm. to be and no make wrong because we've had plenty of that we're floating around our head for all our years i think we're done with that now is the time for us to express who we are our birthright and our birthright is just to love and be loved when we get out of the head that all that is present is that aliveness again Uh, That innocence that we had as kids is what that aliveness is. Just consider that. Sweetheart, let me ask you another question, okay? Yeah. You know, now that you've, and I want you guys to hear this because this is part of what has spurred me forward. And this is also part of Joan of Heart is amplified it's very near and dear to my heart why because it was when i was willing to step up and be my voice and that takes courage and it's what you guys are actually doing by listening to the podcast by listening to eckhart by being willing to look at your internal state and standing in your pain body slash butt hurt reactiveness and allow it to be what it is and what it isn't okay Mm -hmm. that's what you're doing So now, I'd love for you to share what has progressed with Amplified Voices and where you're expanding it to so others can hear because many of us have ears and this may be something that some people will hear and some people will not. So let's speak to those that are going to hear, that are ready. Sure. So, so as we were talking about the the miracles of how it started, right? As we know, we started that ninety day program with seven women to give rise to their triumph over trafficking, and so we completed that in March of twenty twenty one. And since then, what we did was create some watch parties and get the videos that we had created from that event and keep the ripple effect going by continuing to share it. So we not only had it for live and live streaming, but we continued to share it through watch parties. As you know, we had it shared at the cinema. Uh, We had you was flying the plane while you were playing together while it was flying. It was incredible, right? We have Amanda Snyder was, was heading that up and we had, I think 65 people. She was one of the speakers in the, first of the event she was one of the seven and um and she really stepped up and happens to be you want to talk about it actually can I take a just a little side turn just a tiny side turn on you know the unfolding and just trusting that knowing that exists there and you know I want to go back because we did say we had seven women stand on the stage related to uh, their triumph over trafficking. And, but actually, Amanda was not in the situation where she was trafficked, but she was someone who had been drugged and raped. And so we believe that her example was something that represented one of the entry points into trafficking. So we felt like we could justify bringing her into the program. But it was really interesting because at first it's like, she's ready to have a voice. I feel like we want to give her a voice. And even though she doesn't really fit, how do we make her fit? And I couldn't understand why I was so compelled to do that. And and I look back now and I chuckle because, well, because this became after she completed the program, a passion for hers to be able to continue on and give voices to others in this fashion. And then immediately you know thereafter not immediately but in September we were able to place her in the role of executive director for Amplify 
now it makes sense why this person seemed to be the quote unquote odd man out in that category. Even her own experiences, I'll let her speak for that, but she felt at times, as you know, as the, the person who was the seventh wheel and didn't always fit or compare to what everybody else went through. And sometimes these things happen and I believe they happen for a reason. Yeah. And this kind of now helps us understand a little bit more about that. So and just so you guys know, Amanda no longer feels that way. She's completely engaged and she was absolutely the exact perfect person for this seven speakers. Uh, one of the things that I'll share and then I'll shut up and let you finish is that uh, the seven of us for from what I understand or what was, what was present for me is what I'll say is this. Each one of us, each seven of us represented something different for everyone. It's mm -hmm. almost as if there's not a single person of the seven of us that isn't touching every aspect in humanity that is crying out for triumph yes Dad? yes yeah uh, i would absolutely agree with that the the you were asking about where we're going mm -hmm. with amplify which is giving voices actually to the next group continuing on giving voice and rise and i can share more about that but this isn't there every group there's people out there who all it's just about humanity i guess yeah. that's the bottom line we're we're all humans we all have similar struggles and feelings we our circumstances may be greatly different but there is a common core about us i believe that i see in humanity where everyone who has so far gone through the process in in getting their voice to be heard all have this incredible freedom on the other side yeah. just experiencing being authentic be allowing themselves to be themselves in a safe space and no make wrong when yeah. they are able to come forward and share their message one little thing about that it is the fact that we're no hyphen body because we are in essence we are a spark of love okay that's what I get to say. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys can discover that for yourself or own it for yourself. Your choice. Um, now, I'm no hyphen body, but I'm everybody. And that's you, Deb. And that's everybody else. We are all that. We're no hyphen body because we are definitely love's design. And we're everybody. So that's mm -hmm. why this works as far as I'm concerned from the heart. So, okay, I'm going to shut up now. Uh, oh well it's your your podcast honey you can take it anywhere you want so, <laughs> so keep on i love that you're 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 able to stay on track yeah i'm, I'm good i don't know maybe I, I i should teach speaking or something i don't know <laughs> but as you know honey you know better than i you and i can go off on wild tangents in our life and that's what just makes it so juicy right because we can discover all sorts of things that we might not have discovered before but oh, God, for the yeah. purposes of the podcast i know you wanted me to share a little bit about where we are today yeah. and, and what we're doing so 
you know, after we did that show, we we were continuing to amplify your voices, right? And so we were doing those things like the theater showings and the watch parties. And one of the things that became very evident during that period of time was there were a lot of other voices out there that were waiting to be heard and wanted whatever they saw you guys have, you know, standing yeah. on that stage, the courage, the consistent thing that I hear across the board is I want what they have. Mm. I want to know that I can be that powerful, have gone through what I've gone through and be that powerful. It's mm. like, they almost can't believe it. Mm. And, um, so they want to have that. And then that gave rise to saying, okay, it's kind of an expense <laughs> in order to put on a full blown 90 day program with a stage and the video and all of that stuff. So there's a lot of resources needed. So how could we take care of the demand of the voices that were coming forward that wanted to be heard, um, but do it in a way where we're not consuming up all of our resources. And so what we did was we took the 90 day program, truncated it down into 30 days and created a much more simplistic format in a shorter period of time that could be done, delivered via Zoom. And we started to give rise to voices of other women silenced from sexual violence through this 30 day program so that they could begin having their voice be heard and experience that same freedom you guys were experiencing going through 90 days. They got to experience it in 30, if not more. Yeah. You saw on the other side of it, it was just yeah. telling each other they loved each other. Oh, yeah. We can call mm. each sisters like beautiful, beautiful miracles that mm -hmm. we're seeing. So we now have 20 graduates under Amplify of women who have been giving rise and a voice to uh, sex trafficking and sexual violence. And we're continuing on. We have another circle where we're training new leaders to come on board and be able to replicate this. But as we continue to give rise through these circles, and hopefully by the end of this year, we'll have close to 50 new women's voices mm. representing their triumphs that they've had in their life and sharing their stories. And while we do that, we now are giving rise to the next set of voices, which are those mm -hmm. under the umbrella of restorative justice for those individuals who have been formally incarcerated. Mm. And our goal is to really help to give rise to this topic so we can shift the perspective that individuals have in society about other human beings who mm. have had circumstances that they may just not quite understand. But if we mm. can help them see things from a different perspective, I believe we can open up some amazing doors of compassion and understanding and a, a much more harmonious coexistence. Mm. I know it sounds high in the sky, but I've oh, seen hell it. Oh, no. Hell seen no. it. <laughs> you, we're we're experiencing it sweetheart we're 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 seeing it we're experiencing it you it's uh what is the word i always say it wrong palpable palpable yeah very you feel palpable. it you can taste it you can yeah. smell it it's like it's got some mass to it yes it does there's yeah. a reason for that we're ready for that right now we're all ready for that. We came to a halt, you know, just when you think it's the worst thing that ever happened, turns out to be the best. So mm -hmm. this is an expression of the other side, you know, doesn't always look the way the mind wants to say it's supposed to look. So that's why we don't, we're okay not labeling anything from the mind. And when we do that and we create more of a gap in our mind from our mind and move towards our body that's when the mind comes into being in it works with 
the greater good. They call it in Vipassana, the wild elephant. So we <laughs> tame the wild elephant. Now the elephant is working in com- com- communion with us. And, it, and it, you don't lose anything by stepping outside of the mind. You gain everything. So, yeah, really great. And guys, this is so important and it's not. Uh, it's just language we're using. Yet, it makes a difference. And that's what's enlivening about this. Mm. So just keep your ears open for Amplified Voices. You'll be hearing me share about that. And I'll probably bring some of the ladies on that I spoke with from my original seven group uh, to share with you what they're up to. Um, We're creating a community out of this, a community of safety and a place where we can go where we all know we speak the same language, which really in Deb's program, the three things that we do is no one diminished. And what else, Deb, please? No egos. So we're not here because we're trying to highlight how great we are, but we want to take what it is that we've learned on our journey so that we can package it and make a difference for others. So no egos, no one's diminished, uh, which is too easy to do uh, in communicating these days is to point fingers, point blame. But in, in our case, we want to use our voice to lift people up, not put people down. So no one is ever diminished. And something that's uniquely different about the speaking industry is that we write our talks, we create as a team. And a team, the speaking, I've worked in the speaking industry for 15 years, and I have had the privilege of working with some of the top speakers in our industry. And a lot of them are just behind a desk working solo. It's uh, something that I'd love to be able to change is that we create a community of people that we can always go to and lean on for getting that feedback, getting the input so that we can continue to to work on our voice and, and create it in such a way that it can create the change that we want. Yeah. We do have actually a fourth principle in there, as you know, which is going only as far as you're called to go. Yes. Um, so that's that's another one that we do have that was added on a little later when we realized people need to be responsible for what's coming out of their mouth. You can't take it back after you've shared it. So recognize, check in with your yuck and yum, check in with that internal navigation system and then say, how far am I called to go and called yes. different than comfortable, right? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes yes. you're called to to some, some places that can challenge us a little bit. But if we just continue to follow that knowing, follow that heart, um, I think that we are always going to win in the game that we're playing. Yes, it's beautiful. So, wow, 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 wow. I'm so happy to have had the opportunity to have this time with you and to have you share. You're so awesome <laughs> at sharing and uh i just love you so much i honor and respect you and i'm honored to be that we're in the same sphere you know mm-hmm. yeah and and i just if i may add um and thank you for all of that for me getting to connect with you in this way in a different way it's been 
amazing for me, you have actually taken on a role as my mentor in many ways regarding the insights and views that you have. You have discovered some very simple principles, but extremely profound principles. And the mm. simplicity, frankly, is one of my founding principles for anything I do is we don't need to over-engineer things. Yeah. Really, we really don't. But if we can just get the basic, simple premise of the concepts, it can make a profound difference in our life. And so you yeah. have been one really instrumental person in giving me so many of those distinct tools along the way of this journey over the past couple of years together uh, that I use all the time. So mm. thank you for the gifts that you've given me, Nikki. Yeah, I appreciate you for listening, and I get totally get you appreciating me for listening. Mm -hmm. We are a yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Everybody, this is the unfolding of life. It's a beautiful banquet. If only you'll be willing to be willing. That's all it takes. And remember, being willing to be willing is put your index finger and your thumb together and smash it as hard as you can together. And what's in between that is how much willingness you need for love to move in your life. Okay. I love you guys. Keep on keeping on. Okay. Have a great one.